Hey, good morning, rock stars of the Alliance Nation. This is Russ Little from the St. Louis Hotspot. And for those of you who don't know, I'm direct to Hal and Ellen Rosen, a member of the fabulous Roberts Rockstars organization and overseen and micromanaged every day by the love of my life, Miss Ashley Marksman. Now, before I came to this organization, I came over from the automotive industry and did car sales and management for about 10 years. I've also trained and now teach judo for a total of about 36 years, and I'm a fifth degree black belt and hold the title of Sensei Russ in my life outside of the Alliance. Now, before I get started on this thankful Thursday, uh, I wanted to thank Hal and Ellen, Paul and Tamara Roberts, and of course, Andy and Jane Albright for the opportunity that I've been given not only to host this call, but also to change my life and create a better, more purpose-driven life for myself, my daughter, Ellie, and of course, the woman that I can't wait to become my wife, Miss Ashley Marksman. Now, Ashley lit you guys up yesterday on the call, sharing things that she's learned and is having success with while dialing the phone. Uh, and today, we're going to do a little bit of in-home training uh, on the ATM. And I'm also going to touch a little bit on um, a, a thing we like to call door knocking, <laughs> um, which door knocking is something that you do when a person just won't pick up the telephone or worse yet, didn't leave a valid telephone number. If, guys, if you're not door knocking, uh, you're not only leaving money on the table, but worse yet, you're needlessly leaving families unprotected. How can you say you're truly trying to have fun, make money, and make a difference if you're letting that happen? Now, like most, if not all of what we share here on the call, none of what I'm about to say, none of what I'm about to share with you is stuff that I came up with myself. Remember, the Alliance is a copy and paste organization. So why would I try to reinvent the wheel when I have a door knock wizard right here in my home hotspot? Now, I've mentioned this before, but if you've never heard Ellen Rosen do the door knock script, you owe it to yourself to get in front of her when she's showing it sometimes. She's amazing at it and is, in fact, so good at it that uh, uh, Hal tells us that uh, last year door knocks accounted for about 50% of their total production. In Hal's own words, if they're not answering the phone for you, then they're probably not answering it for anybody else either. Okay, so what does that script sound like? Well, it starts like this, knock, knock. Hi, Robert. Hi, Robert. I'm Russ. Uh, you'd fill out this slip, and then you show him the lead with his handwriting if you can. And I was helping one of your neighbors over there. Now, over there, you're waving your hand in the general direction of other houses. And then I say, I'm, I'm the manager in the area, and Robert, I knew that this was important to you because you took the time to Fill this out to protect your family. So I brought it along with me. Now I'm a little short on time right now, but do you have about 10 minutes for me so that I can show you this and answer any questions you might have? Yeah, I guess. Okay, great. Is Linda here too? Well, actually she's running some errands. I don't think she's gonna be back for a couple hours. Okay, that, that works better for me because I really need to get to my next appointment. Um, would it be okay if I came back in about three hours? Should she be back then? Uh, yeah, she'll be back by then. All right, I'll see you then. 
Guys, uh, that's it. It's really that simple. Remember, just like when setting an appointment on the phone, your goal is simply to get in the house, not to do any selling on the porch. And once you get in the house, the in-home presentation is exactly the same as normal. Now, Ashley and I door knock during gaps in our appointments. They're great for when you got a no-show, but your next appointment isn't for an hour, uh, a couple of hours, especially if you're in the area anyway. So now it's an hour, uh, three hours later and I'm back at the house. I get out of my car and I have a big old smile on my face. And as I close my car door, I give the big old wave in the general direction of the house because I like to assume that someone is looking out the front window at me and I'm walking up to the house and the wave shows that I see them and we're becoming acquainted even before I get up to the door. Uh, the door opens. I greet whoever opens the door, shake their hand and tell whoever it is that in our house, we leave our shoes at the door and I ask them if that's okay. Now, they'll either gladly accept your offer or let you know that it's not necessary. Now, the reason that I ask goes back to something I learned during my time selling cars. A good friend of mine, who's a very successful car guy, once told me that you should never do something for a customer without letting them know that you're doing it. Because if you do, you don't get credit for it. In this case, by asking, you help the customer avoid what is often a very uncomfortable request on their part to have you remove your shoes. And if they tell you it's not necessary, you still get credit for offering. In either case, it helps you to start the relationship and, and, uh, and build that relationship to go on to the next part. Now, in the next step, you have to do what you need to do to get to the kitchen table. Now, remember, when you first arrive, you are company, and you don't want to stay company for too long. You want to become family, and family sits at the kitchen table, not in the living room and not in the dining room. When offered a seat in the living room, I always say, would it be possible to sit at the kitchen table? They call this thing, and I point at my bag, a laptop, but it really doesn't work all that well on my lap. Now, on my way to the kitchen, I find something about or in the house that I can make a sincere, heartfelt compliment on or make an inquiry about. Now, guys, don't be fake here. People can sense fake, and it will hurt you, not help you. If their house is a dump, don't tell them how beautiful it is. But no matter what, I've always been able to find a picture of a grandchild or an old picture of them, a bowling trophy, a curio cabinet, or something that I can comment on and always get a smile. Now, once I get to the kitchen table, I put my case, I put, in my case, the husband at the head of the table. I put his wife at his left hand and me at his right. Although, if you're right-handed, you might feel it easier to do it the other way around. After five or 10 minutes of, uh, usually more if you ask Ashley, of me doing some rapport building, I usually bring out the lead, confirm who filled it out, and ask them why they filled it out. The first answer is usually a throwaway answer. So I usually dig deeper. It goes kind of like this. Robert, you told me that you're the one who filled this out. Why'd you do it? Well, I just wanted to know what, what, what it was about. And why is that? I wanted to know if it was good for us. Well, what do you mean by that? I wanted to know if we could afford it. Yes, but why do you want it? Well, so if something happened to me, Linda and the kids would be able to keep the house. Oh, okay, you mean if you died, it'd be difficult for Linda to pay for the house on her income alone? Yeah, probably. 
Linda, let me ask you, if, if Robert didn't come home last night, could you make the house payment next month? Well, next month, yeah, probably. Well, how about the month after that? That, that might be more difficult. And the month after that, well, it'd probably start to get tough about that. I see. Well, let me ask you, before I got here today, what was your backup plan? I mean, if something did happen, what would you have done? Well, I think there's a little equity in the house, so I, I guess I could have sold the house and moved in with my mom. Now, would you be okay with that? Well, you got to do what you got to do. Well, true, but I'll tell you what. Why don't we work together to put together a plan that fits in your budget, and if the worst were to happen, you and the kids could keep the house and give both of you some peace of mind. Now, how does that sound? And they usually say, great. And guys, that's when I open the ATM for the first time. Uh, now, about the ATM, remember the ATM is guardrails. It's there to keep you on track, okay? It's not there to stunt your creativity, but remember, the people that created this thing are pretty darn good at it. And if you use the ATM, it keeps you headed in the right direction. Um, so I'll tell uh, so I'll tell the client, uh, first, if I didn't tell you already, our company is the Alliance. The Alliance is a group of about 5,000 agents across the country. And what we do is we come out and help people just like yourself that fills out the little form. And we help them to protect their family's home with mortgage protection their lives with life insurance and their retirements with safe money retirement protection. And I always mention our company is hiring, by the way. So if you know someone who is looking for an opportunity to earn a little extra income, either part-time or full-time, let me know about them. Sound good? Okay. At that time, I'll flip to the about me page and that page is mislabeled. It's really about them. And I get to that just about as quickly as I can. I usually start off by saying something like, Guys, like I said before, my name is Russ Little. I've lived in St. Louis my entire life. I have an amazing 14-year-old daughter named Ellie and an equally amazing fiancé named Ashley. That's pretty much the last thing I say about myself. From there, I transition to, what about you guys? Did you grow up around here? Uh, yeah, we both went to high school about two miles from here. Then I'll say something like, wow, that's crazy. I bet you've seen a lot of changes over the years, haven't you? And I let them talk about the changes. Then I get a little bit more personal by asking, so how long have you guys been together? And after they tell me, and pretty much no matter how long they say, whether it's two years or 20 years, I say, wow, that's fantastic. Congratulations. But tell me, who chased after who? Guys, remember, every relationship has a story. If you can get them to remember their story and tell you their story, you've gone a long way to get them to like you, to listen to you, and to consider what you have to say. The second About Me page has some pretty pictures on it, but mostly I just say, here's some pictures of my family and here's a copy of my license. I guess if the state trusts me, then maybe you can too. And I chuckle a little. They usually do too. The next page is the carrier's page. And if you handle this page correctly, you can eliminate about 50% of your objections before you're even close to talking about price. Uh, I usually say, here are the companies I represent. We use about 16 different carriers. And why that's important to you is that it means that I can do the shopping for you. 
and find the best plan and the best pricing for your particular situation. Now, the odd thing is that in this industry, it's so highly regulated that there won't be much of a difference in price from company to company. Now, what will change is which companies will cover you in your current situation. But don't worry too much about that. It's my job to know about that. Sound good? Once I get an acknowledgement, I say, um, I'll ask if, uh, if they recognize any of the companies on the page. No matter which one they point out, I'll usually say, hey, that's one of our best companies. I also mentioned that all of our companies on the page are usually over 100 years old and have A-plus ratings with the insurance regulatory uh, organizations. And that each of them is known for paying claims quickly. Now, this next page may be reversed in your ATM, but for me, the next page is the page that says, what is mortgage protection or what is final expense? Though for many of you, the next page is going to be your financial picture page. The reason I do the what is page first, because I found that it's easier to ask the questions when the client has a better understanding of what they're buying. For mortgage protection, I ask if they've ever had mortgage protection before. The answer is usually no, but either way, I make the following statement. Great. There are basically two types of mortgage protection. I like to call them the old type and the new type. The old type was the type that was used and sold by your lender. Its focus was on protecting the bank loan. You basically check a box during the loan process and the premium was added to your loan payment. If you died, it paid the balance of the loan. Now the problem was that you were paying based on the loan amount at the time you took it out. But if you died 10 years later, it would pay off the loan balance no matter what the balance was, which means if you took it out for a $150,000 loan and you died 10 years later, it would only pay off the balance of the loan, which let's say might be $100,000, even though you continue to make premium payments based on the original loan amount. Now, that doesn't seem fair, does it? And I say with a new type, you get protection from company like, uh, like ours. And our focus is not on the bank, but rather on your family. So with us, in 10 years, if the balance of the loan was $100,000, uh, if the balance of the loan was $100,000 and you originally uh, took out protection to cover your $150,000 loan, your family would still receive $150,000. So they'd get to keep the extra $50,000. Now that seems way better, doesn't it? They'll usually say something like, yeah, it does. Now, if you're not already having this conversation with your clients, make sure that you do it will put whatever their lender told them in doubt and will sway the argument your way when the bank is offering mortgage protection too. Now you're ready for the your financial picture page. And as you show them this page, this is a good time to break out your green sheet and use it to record your answers. Now what I say here is that this is where I get the information necessary to choose the right company for you. And then I add, don't worry, Information I gather here is protected the same way it is at your doctor's office. We only use it to get you approved and only share it with the insurance company that we submit your information to. Now, I'm not going to go through all of the bullet points on this page, but I'll simply say if the question shows up on the page, ask it. Doing so will make your green sheet work easier and it'll also keep you from making silly mistakes by getting to the end of the application only to find that your client is out on parole. And yes, it has happened to me. 
Now that you've gathered all the information, now that it's time to do the most important step in the process, and that step is to make your call from the home. Before you tell your client, before you do, tell your client why you're doing it and do so without ever giving up any credibility on your end. This is how the call might go. Hi, Phil. Phil, this is Russ Little, and I'm sitting here with my good friends, Robert and Linda, and we're looking at mortgage protection on their $150,000 loan. Robert is 41 and Linda is 35. Both of them are in generally good health, but Robert takes uh, one medication for cholesterol, and Linda doesn't have any medical issues other than she had some gestational diabetes during her pregnancy of the twins. They're eight years old now, by the way. I have an idea what I wanted to do for them, but I wanted to get your thoughts. Now, at this time, Phil or whoever your upline has set you up to call will guide you down the correct path. And if they have a follow-up question that you don't already have an answer to, simply say, that's a good question. And then very matter-of-factly, ask your clients the question and report back. Uh, an example might be that Phil asks you if there were any complications associated with the high cholesterol, such as stroke or heart attack. You'd simply say, that's a great question. Hey, Robert, were there any complications associated with your cholesterol, um, such as heart attack or stroke? Guys, it's, it's just that simple. If possible, try to avoid making statements like, oh, uh, I didn't think to ask that, or oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Robert, did you ever have a heart attack? You see the difference? The bottom line is the first time I went out, I sat with three people and sold two of them. And to say that I didn't know anything would be an understatement. Remember the rule, pick up the phone or pick up a check, preferably both. Now, after you've presented the numbers, I always present three plans, by the way. Simply ask the client one simple question, which works best? And then shut up. Once the client make, makes a choice, confirm that that was what you were thinking too, but then add, are you sure you'll be able to make this payment each month? And if they show any hesitation, give them a chance to choose a lesser amount, even if it's not one that you showed them initially. It shows that you're not just trying to sell them as much as possible. And remember, this policy does no one any good if the client has to cancel it after three months or three years because they have a large gas bill. Guys, um, that's pretty much it. Um, the last thing I'd like to talk about is the difference between mortgage protection and mortgage payment protection. Um, short answer is there is no difference. <laughs> um, with mortgage protection, if you're new, you understand that uh, you're trying to cover the whole uh, balance of the loan. And sometimes that's not the appropriate way to go. If you have a client who uh, may be a little bit older, maybe a, a 63, 65-year-old client or 73, 75-year-old client, and they have a $200,000 mortgage, that can get kind of costly. So, uh, or, or worse yet, they, they might have medical conditions which don't allow you to write them a policy for the uh, full amount of the loan. Uh, now, what you don't want to say at this point is maybe we should look at final expense because now you're just becoming an insurance agent and you don't want to do that. What you want to share with them is that, uh, you know, it might be more practical to do uh, something called mortgage payment protection, which would allow Linda to, uh, to stay in the house for two, three or four years, uh, uh, having the payments to do that 
And that way, uh, uh, she can have an orderly transition to whatever she's going to do next. Uh, if you haven't spoken with your uh, growing up line about mortgage payment protection, make sure that you have a conversation with them so that they uh, they can uh, show you what that looks like. Um, if uh, if I get enough requests, I'll do that the next time I do the call. Um, Let's see, that's about it for today. Uh, coming up next week on the WBBF is one of the coolest guys I've met since I've been with the Alliance, Mr. George Andershock. Uh, George is killing it down there in, uh, in Katy. And, uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing from him. Uh, don't forget that uh, uh, later today at noon Central Standard Time um, is uh, this week's product call, which will be hosted by Jim Mosley with National Life Group, and he's gonna be doing an illustration on the IUL. If you haven't had a chance to see that, or even if you have and you still have questions, that'll be a good uh, opportunity for you to learn more. Um, and guys, uh, it looks like we're gonna finish up a little bit early today, but but that's okay because this is the day that we, we go out and make some dials. So uh, if anybody has any questions for me, um, I can be reached at 314-649-7872. Again, that's 314-649-7872. Uh, myself and Ashley are always uh, happy to help whenever we can. I appreciate your taking the time out of your morning to, uh, to listen, listen to me ramble on about how to get through the ATM. Uh, you guys have a great Thursday, an amazing weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.